Are you concerned that the lack of work experience opportunities during the pandemic will impact on your CV? In this episode of Future You, a leading graduate employer explains why you shouldn't be worried and how to impress in your job applications. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects. We're here to help you achieve your career goals. My name's Dan Mason and this episode features my conversation with Claire Bainan from Enterprise Rent-A-Car, a major employer of graduates in the UK. In this interview, which we recorded last month in June, we really focus on the application process and Claire provides some great advice on how to really catch the attention of recruiters when you're applying for jobs and some tips on things to avoid as well. She also offers some reassurance and guidance for those of you who have missed out on work experiences over the last year and a half due to the impact of the pandemic, and why you shouldn't be too worried about those gaps in your CV, because, of course, employers know they will be there, they understand the situation, and there are, as Claire explains, plenty of other ways that you can show off uh, why you're the right person for the job. Claire then talks about the promote from within culture enterprise. So if you're looking for a graduate job with strong long-term career development prospects, this may be one for you as well. My name's Claire Bainan and I'm the Talent Acquisition Manager for Enterprise Rent-A-Car UK and Ireland. So I lead on early careers um, and really the, the marketing team that are responsible for attracting the, the best and brightest talent to uh, many opportunities. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. And um, in terms of enterprise, Enterprise Rent-A-Car is the world's largest uh, mobility transport provider, um, part of the Enterprise Holdings Group um, that owns brands such as National, Alamo, Car Club, Flexi Rent, just to name but a few. But just to give you a scale of our operation, we have over 80,000 employees operating in over 9,000 locations across the world. So quite, as you can see, a, a very big company with lots of opportunities. And, and our growth has really been down to our award-winning um, customer service delivered by the fantastic employees that we hire. Fantastic. And um, so what are the opportunities that are available for um, new graduates uh, at Enterprise? Yeah, I would say the main opportunities would be on our management training programme. Uh, we have a really large intake, actually. We hire probably around 800 to 1,000 graduates a year on our programme. Um, we don't have a, um, a cut-off. We do promote all year round. Um, and the role, in essence, is learning the business from the ground up before being able to run your own business at Enterprise, your own branch. Um, we have a very... Uh, strong promote from within culture, uh, which really creates lots of opportunities within the business. Um, and as you develop within the business, you can then um, really move forward either on that linear path of operations or you can diversify your career in different parts of the business. So I'd like to focus a bit now on applications, the application process, and especially at the moment when students, graduates have had a really tricky 12 to 18 months, mm. lack of work experience available, that kind of thing. So mm. talk a bit about that. So 
just just to start off, what is your application process? What are the stages involved in that? Absolutely. So firstly, please visit careers.enterprise.co.uk um, and there you will find our careers site. And on that site, you will see lots of um, content, blogs, videos, uh, really listening to our employees who have uh, worked for the business today. So I think firstly, that's a great, um, a great resource. You'll see there, there is a, uh, an online application that you would need to complete. Um, and that's, um, yeah, that's your opportunity to really kind of stand out from any other applica applicants. So um, it does go into a bit of detail there about your, your experience um, and your education. Uh, you will then probably be invited on a call with one of our recruiters who uh, we call it a phone screen. So they'll typically maybe ask you questions like, why did you decide to apply for enterprise and really confirm some of the basic requirements of the role. And that call probably just takes maybe five or 10 minutes. It's really short. And if they feel good about your application, they will then invite you to a, uh, a recruiter interview which will take typically around about 45 minutes. It is a competency-based uh, behavioral uh, questions are asked um, around our six uh, core competencies. So typically the questions will be, tell me about a time when, um, and all the questions we ask will be around those six competencies. So just to share what those competencies are, um, customer service, as I've mentioned before, is really important to us. Um, we assess on sales aptitude, we do recognise that grads aren't going to have lots of sales experience, but we look for potential. Um, other competences, communication, flexibility, work ethic and leadership. So you will be asked during that recruiter interview, which will be on Teams, uh, questions around those competences. Now, if you're successful at that stage, uh, we will then invite you to the final stage of our process, which will be um, a branch visit. So you get to go to one of our locations. And I, and I just think this is a great part of our recruitment process because this is not just us assessing you, but this is really you assessing us to see if this is an environment that you feel you could work in. Um, you get to talk to, to employees in the business day on the programme. Uh, you get to kind of experience what a typical day might look like. And it's really an opportunity for you to ask questions. Um, once you've been in the branch and um, shadowing some of the team there, you then will have an interview with the hiring manager, which would be the area manager. So you will have then another competency based interview, which again will probably last about an hour with the hiring manager. Now, if successful, we will then offer you the position from there. So uh, there's no assessment centres, uh, no psychometric testing. It's quite a quite a, 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 you know a very simple process uh, that really works for us. Sighs of relief from graduates everywhere, though, <laughs> yes. as you say, no assessment centres. Um, but but like like lots of graduate jobs, it's quite an extensive process. Um, you know, lots of different stages. Though that the, the branch visit sounds really interesting at the end there. Um, mm. But through that process. What are the things that can make a good candidate really stand out to you? What what are you looking for uh, throughout that application process? What can graduates do to really impress? That's a really great question. And I actually reflect on um, myself when I left university and I can totally kind of see why graduates might do this. But for me, I did apply for lots of opportunities. I used the same CV, the same application, 
um, and I now realise that was my biggest mistake um, and really you're better to maybe go for less opportunities but really take the time to prepare for that application. So preparation, I cannot emphasise how important it is for you to do your research, uh, really look at the, the organisation, look at um, like I said, our website, there's some great um, information resources on there. LinkedIn, again, another great way to really kind of have a feel for the company and what's important to us. And then as you're completing that online application, really sort of tailor that application to uh, the values of the company, what's important. You know, I've mentioned customer service is really important to us at Enterprise. So really kind of make sure that you talk about any experience that you have um, either dealing with a customer or internally um, you may have maybe been part of a society and you can talk about how your members were your customers so really looking at those transferable skills that you've got that you can really emphasize on during the application um, yeah as I said I think um, it's really important you can really tell when a, a candidate has done their research and really kind of mentions that during their application they've took time they took effort to really get everything across that they want to. I would also say there's always that additional information box that we have that on our application. And again, I think the, the grads that maybe don't make the most of that, um, that box, that really don't really fill that much in, I think, again, understandably, maybe you feel it's it's not as important as maybe talking about your experience. But this this part of the application really allows us to get a feel for you as a, as a person. What's your, what are your interests? What do you like to do? Um, again, just make the most of every part of the application. Because again, if you leave that blank or maybe just put just a couple of sentences in, it really just doesn't really show us that you've really took the time to really really think about how how much you can share in that application so preparation really important um and i would say just making the most of the application that you make absolutely yeah and and so obviously in telling us what 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 impresses you you've you've sort of given us an idea of of where other applications don't quite make the cut because it, you know it's obviously not doing the things you've explained there but is is there anything else you could pinpoint as to things not to do things to avoid in applications whether at whichever stage of that process it is maybe at the interview or or whatever it might be yeah well of course um uh, sort of I guess the opposite to what I've just mentioned yeah, just course, make sure you yeah. don't do all of those things but I would also say um just know the company that you've applied to you know sometimes um sometimes we do see on applications uh text that may refer to a different company name so maybe it's been a bit of a copy and paste application mm, and therefore yeah. you know it's those kind of really take the time and and the care really checking what you've written because sometimes that one mistake um could really be you know really detrimental to your um to your application even though the rest might be great just really to sort of take that time um and i think during the interview process you know the, the one of the first questions we would ask is tell me you know tell me why you've applied for enterprise or how much do you know about enterprise? And I think again, that really tells um, that really tells you how much research that that candidate's done. So I think you know if the candidate's asking us questions like, "Tell me a little bit about what you do," or you know, I think yeah. then clearly they haven't done that research. Um, and and I think um, I think 
again, those questions uh, will ask around those six competences. I really recommend that um, you know the competences ahead of time. I've named them today. And you really think of the examples that you have in your previous experience that can really tell a story about how you've experienced being in a leadership role or how you've experienced um, maybe demonstrating your sales and persuasion skills. Um, if you if you asked a question and you really struggle for an answer, just say, look, can I come back to it rather than just not answering the question? Because sometimes, as we all know, you go blank in an interview and sometimes it's really hard and you, you know, please leave the door open uh, in that interview to make sure that you do you do go back to it and you really let the recruiter be able to go back to that question that can then hopefully you come up with a with an answer and that's absolutely fine to do that hmm. yeah and and just to just to finish this section on applications is there anything you can say particularly to to graduates this year who've who've gone through this this last year of there hasn't been work experience available maybe their mm-hmm. study has been affected maybe they're demotivated by by everything that's been going on is are you are you making different allowances in your application mm-hmm. process for that how how are you uh, attempting to uh, you know make sure that graduates still have the opportunities despite you know everything that's affected them totally please be reassured that we are not expecting wide and vast work experience particularly over the last 12 to 18 months um we really look at how you have taken the experience that you've got and really identify those transferable skills. So like I mentioned, you may be in a society that just operated virtually over over lockdown. Um, it may be that you are in a, you know, a sports team. It's really looking at, we do understand you haven't got a lot of work experience, particularly in the last 18 months. Obviously prior to that, please expand and talk about it, but it's how well does that candidate really think about all the extracurricular experiences that they've had in their personal life or within their university and education life and just um, really identify those transferable skills that they've been able to, to, to demonstrate. And, and that takes, a little bit of um, thought, a little bit of um, self-reflection, um, but they're they're the candidates that really do succeed. Brilliant, and hopefully that's quite reassuring as well to to listeners. Mm. Um, just quickly, then, if we could talk about a couple of areas that we know from our own surveys are very important to graduates. First of those is the amount of support and training that they'll get in a new role. What what is available at Enterprise in that in that regard? Yeah, it's all about development at Enterprise. I mean, that's you join to really reach your potential on our programme. Um, and really, I would say that support starts during the, the process, during the application process. One new initiative that we've introduced um, over the last, um, I would say, three to four months has been drop-in sessions for candidates. So this has been really um, uh, a new initiative that we've never done before uh, and we really decided to take advantage of the, of the virtual uh, world we're living in so any candidate at any part of the process can attend a drop-in session and that drop-in session will allow you to learn a little bit more about enterprise but also we do share really good hints and tips on how to really do well at each step of the, the interview process but also, in addition to that, we bring in um, branch managers, area managers who have um, started on the programme to talk about their experiences. Typically, um, 
those uh, representatives of enterprise may be part of like the diversity committee within their region so they talk a lot also about some of the extracurricular support you can have and um, projects you can get involved in and I think those sessions have been really outstanding in terms of the attendance so I think you know even before they start they feel they're meeting um, employees in the business they'll understand a little bit more about our culture and um, it's very relaxed so I feel that you know you can certainly ask questions that you might not ask in an interview um, and we get lots of questions from candidates so I think the support really starts really at that point um, to, to help the candidate. Once you are offered a position you'll be assigned um, certainly a buddy at the branch that you work at so you've got somebody that you will shadow you and support you certainly within the first um, few months of joining the, the company just so you can you know always ask them questions and they'll always be there to support you. Um, you typically start in a peer group um, in a training group um, that the size of that group can range but typically on average it might be sort of 10 to 12 uh, new hires that might start at the same time and I think that peer-to-peer -peer support is really important too so you do start um, on a, an online training program where you have um, a combination of the online training and, and going into the branch to sort of demonstrate the skills that you've learned so I think that's really nice that you really have that uh, support from each other and also from the, the trainer um, as, as the training program you're on is designed to last around about 10 months and you really get a real structured roadmap that supports you in your learning. I would say other types, so when you go into the branch, you certainly will have daily coaching um, and regular feedback from the team. We're all about, um, obviously, once we've set kind of clear expectations of the role, we're all about that kind of constructive feedback that makes you better and helps you develop. Um, so certainly that is um, regular and often in the branch uh, by the assistant, typically or branch manager. You'll also be in a one-to-one -one, um, with your branch manager every month. And that that one to one typically starts with a, you know, how are you kind of conversation just to check in and just gives you an opportunity to get that one to one time with your branch manager. But then we'll go through kind of how you're progressing and your performance. And again, it's a great opportunity to have that coaching and development one to one that you might not get, you know, in a typical day when it's busy in the branch. Um, in addition to that, as I've mentioned before, there's lots of um, diversity uh, committees or charity committees that you can be part of. Uh, working in the community is really important to us and there's, there's lots of opportunities where you know we can get you involved in anything that you might be interested in, whether it's around charity work or part of the uh, race equality team or the gender equality team or the LGBTQ plus team. There's, there's lots of other um, support networks that we have within within the company um, and I think just also just to remember that because we have that promote from within culture everyone's been in your shoes everybody has um, had the experience that you've had and have made the mistakes that you've made and it's okay to make mistakes because you learn from them so I think that's just really nice to, to kind of feel that we've all been there and I think naturally the support is maybe a little bit different because it's it's much more relatable when you're um, communicating with your, your team and your management team. So yeah, that just kind of maybe gives you just some examples of the, the training and support that you get. Fantastic. So it sounds really comprehensive. Um, and, and you've mentioned within that um, various um, committees and teams around diversity and inclusivity mm -hmm. and it, it, is there anything more that you could add to that in terms of right through from the application process through to, you know, being in the role 
um, about how enterprise really promotes that culture of, of diversity. Yeah, re- really important. We, we want to have um, our branches at Enterprise are in the local towns, not just cities and airports, but there we have a really wide and far branch network across the UK and Ireland. And it's really important that our workforce mirrors the communities that we operate in. Um, we can bring diversity of thought into the organisation. We, we just have that competitive edge if we have a diverse, really diverse workforce that mirrors those communities. Um, and that is so critical to us. And we, you know, certainly from a, a marketing perspective, we do um, share lots of different sort of projects, initiatives that we work on to really attract students um, from many different backgrounds to our opportunities. But once you're in the process, I would say, um, for example, our recruiters will share stories, will share uh, we have a diversity magazine drive that we might share with with um, with candidates just so they get a feel for maybe some of the stories of our employees. Um, again, the website, I think I'm referring back to it again, but our careers website is just outstanding with um, sharing all the work we do um, around uh, diversity. Um, you know, even just this this last week you know we've done a lot of work you know it's it's pride month in june and we've done a lot with different universities and uh, working and partnering with different organizations just to to kind of get into those different spaces so yeah i think you know you can't put your finger on culture necessarily it's really hard to to kind of say how do you build a culture within a company mm, sure. but i think it's it's that top down it's important to our leadership team um and it's really that top down um commitment and importance and we have as I said a real wide network of diversity groups and they all interconnect and work together and it's just really um yeah it's just like there's always like lunch and learn sessions that you can join there's 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 lots of different sort of support that we have throughout the year we have great allyship within the groups and you know everyone gets together and really supports the cause so it's it's really yeah it's really really nice uh culture to be part of Brilliant. And just finally, then, there's a phrase you used earlier, uh, and it comes to this issue of um, or the topic of career progression, and that was promote from within. Mm-hmm. Could you just tell us a bit about what that actually means in practice that differentiates it from other employers, maybe, um, and how important that is to enterprise and what it means for people in these new graduate roles? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's really unique and um you know, I think most grads might start a company and think, well, I'll be maybe there for a year or two. I'll kind of see how I go and, you know, maybe we'll kind of re- refresh and see what else is out there. It's it, And I understand it. That's, you know, just kind of human nature. You just don't know. And you're not necessarily onboarded fully into the company until maybe you've been there a little while. But um, yeah, after you've completed your training. So I've talked about the training program. Um, you then uh, progress to the next stage, which would be an assistant brand- and, and branch manager, where we have a very um, defined linear path um, all the way through to being a regional director. Um, and, you know, if we're looking for a branch manager, we won't look externally. We look at our, our own employees, our own workforce. And, um, you know, the best performer will, will, will get the position, irrespective of whether you've been here two years, five years. Um, it, is, it is around performance and um you know, if you perform well, you'll get you'll get that next opportunity. 
Um, but what I would say is that when you get to that branch manager level within the organization, and behind all of that, by the way, there's robust training and development opportunities after the management training program. So we have leadership development programs, management programs. So there's a lot of development you'll get um, and an ongoing past branch manager. But once you get to that branch manager position, you can diversify your career at enterprise uh, and you can branch off into other parts of the business like HR, uh, commercial sales, um, vehicle acquisitions where you can be part of a team that buys our vehicles. Um, we've got a remarketing team that sells our vehicles. So we've really got um, lots of opportunities in the organisation where you can move around um, and, and really potentially maybe take a side step to move forward um, as opposed to maybe staying just in operations. Um, now, what I would say is majority of our opportunities are in operations because that's our, you know, that's our network, that's our company, it's, it's, it's enterprise and um, that's where most of our workforce are. But if you did um, want to, you can, you can take on other positions. Um, so I think that's, um, it's really good because, you know, you can really kind of create your own destiny at Enterprise. Um, you know, everyone's career path is a little bit different. Everyone likes to talk about their journey and it really allows you to reach your, your full potential. Um, you know, for me, I, I graduated in HR. I didn't necessarily want to work in HR. I wanted to join a program that was very diverse, very general management. And it allowed me to really explore different parts of a business and get a feel for you know, where my skill set lies. And then actually I ended up going back into sort of, well, going into training development and, and, and HR. Um, but then I did then go back into operations. So my my career path has been here, there and everywhere. But that's the beauty of the company is you can move around and, and explore opportunities and um, you get lots of support along the way. So I just think it's really unique. And, um, you know, when I thought I might be at Enterprise for a couple of years, um, I'm now nearly 19 years in the company and I'm still here. And you'll kind of see that from most of our, our senior leadership team. You know, we just don't ever leave because it's like, you know, it's, it, it, it's, you know, it's like it's like moving around to different companies, but you're in the same business because it's such mm. a, you know, there's lots of opportunities that uh, are available to you. Yeah. And great, like you say, to have both the chance to take that linear path, but also um, if that's not for you, there's, you can, you know, as you said, make side steps to move forward. Um, so both those options are available to you. Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, Claire, thanks so much for your time and thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you. Thanks very much again to Claire for that, in particular for the insights on applications. Don't forget to search and apply for graduate jobs with top employers like Enterprise head to prospects.ac.uk where you can also find plenty more advice on job applications and much more. You can follow and listen to Future You on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whichever app you choose to listen to podcasts on or find us at prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts where you can also find transcripts of the episodes. Do share the podcast with anyone you know who might find it helpful and you can also get in touch with comments, feedback or suggestions. Just email podcast at prospects.ac.uk. That's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you soon.